Lex, did you actually watch the Apple event? Are you informed or no? Uh, the first answer is no, I didn't watch it, but yes, I am informed. Oh, okay. I, I followed along with the Verge's uh, live blog, and uh, I've uh, been on Apple's website, but I haven't seen the event itself. Okay. All right. Is and this you... part of the show or no? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's at least part of the bootleg. Great. Who likes green, huh? You want to start at the beginning or the end? Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the show proper, I would say, uh, yeah, I've seen it. I saw the whole thing. No, <laughs> Ah, that's what Rebound Prime gets you, is the Mm -hmm. admission that Lex has not seen. (laughs) Lex is a liar. Ignorance is a paid (laughs) member feature. Do you want you want do you want to go through this or I don't know do you really care about any of the things that got introduced up till about halfway through this? I feel like Maltz does. <laughs> Maltz, you care about? I'm sad about the green phone because I want a green phone. Oh, I don't know. But... I mean, I'm interested. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy that phone. But um, I mean, I you're not going to buy the I... new SE. No, I have a, I have an, I have a mini. I have a, I have a smaller. I thought phone. you'd buy phones every six months. I, I thought that's well, how it works. No, 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 I remember I had that phone for four years. <laughs> yeah, but I thought this was the new John Maltz. No. No, you and improved. No, that was an that was an interim John Moltz. Oh, okay. I like that guy. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's got flair. We, we sent him back to the temp agency. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah, I'm jealous of the green iPhone 13 ones because I actually yeah, that's a nice color. I, that's what I, thought I when I saw it. Would have bought, bought that. I know, and it's but it's a damn midstream update. So <laughs> why do you think they do that now? Why introduce like a random color? Drive more sales, I guess. Yeah. I just I peep know. everyone who is holding out for the green phone. Yeah, but but it's like if you already if you already have one. Yeah, I mean, who is how many? No one's going to return the phone that they have to get the green one. Right? I mean, I can't. I mean, right? It's it's months old at this point. Yeah, like most people, most people cannot do that. Really. No, I think you can. Can't you, Dan? Can't you? I thought you could trade yours in like three times a year or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let me trade it in just because I don't like the color. I, I actually I think they would really no you think they would I think if you I tried they, they would be open to it Lex no one cares about me this is all I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> well if you've learned one thing for wow. many years with the rebound day <laughs> wow sad having a Very sad having a good day mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah I don't know I like the look of that the SE seems like a perfectly fine phone I'm a I'm not shocked or surprised really that it's stuck with the current design but there was a little part of me that wondered like Hey, they've been making that iPhone 10 style phone for like five years now. At some point, they're going to want to put everything on the home buttonless design. At some point, could have been this year, could be two years from now, could be longer, I guess. But and so what do you think it is? Because I, I, I came up with a theory today. I, I can't decide yeah. if it's actually cost because it feels like not having a button is cheaper <laughs> in some ways. Well, but you got a bigger but, screen, and you have to put yeah, the cameras. Well, so that's in there. just it. I think yeah. they want to keep the screen that size, and so if you just took the button off, that's, it's a weird fucking looking device. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. I, I mean, they want they want it to be they want to have a bezel on it so that you are forced if you're buying the cheaper phone, you are forced to get the bezel, and it is an incentive for you to well, not buy the, well, the phone. bezel. You know, I don't want to play bezels advocate. <laughs> Anyways, you have a lot to get through. Do you want to go through? Is there you have a list that you're working off of? Oh man, have several people with that uh, (laughs) rebound bingo card. That's Dan ignores Lex's joke, taking that box off. (laughs) But you just mentioned it, so I don't think that works anymore. Damn it! Untick untick that one. Sorry, untick that box. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's there. I mean, like the low cost iPad, right? That still also has the home button. I think it's just a matter of they've gotten yeah. they've gotten making those devices down to like a science, right? It's really cheap right. for them to make them. So I agree with you at a certain point. It is cheaper probably to not have the button. And also, I think I also I think that it's it is it is it is a it's, an I mean, it's not exactly a badge of shame, but it's a thing that you have to put up with for the price of the device that you're getting. I hear if you you buy the iPhone SE, you're still a green bubble, though. That's the that's what really gets you. Up <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but they also raise the price. And I'm guessing that is a result of the 5G support is my theory oh i was blaming the biden administration <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you i'll tell you what this is jumping the queue a little bit but i'll tell you what i am blaming that on is i went to look at the ipad pro and the accessories the the smart covers for them several of them are out of stock like you cannot get there's only like three colors available for ipad covers like there's a because like i would look at i was like oh there's a nice green one and it's just unavailable you can't get it so there are some supply chain things there i would also say there's two kinds of people uh in the apple ecosystem people who buy apple's accessories for their ipads and people who buy anybody else's which, i was which one are you an apple guy I, oh, i'm now a, you're now third i'm party now a third party guy. guy except well i mean more recently with my ipads pro i've gone with apple's official keyboard case so i guess i'm back yeah i, I spent a couple of years with logitech uh, keyboard attachments they're really that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But they light up and Apple's doesn't. Mm, fair point. Well, that, that's not what I mean. They, they, uh, they have function keys and uh, Apple's doesn't. That's really cool. You know, the, the Magic Keyboard was so cheap for a while and I was thinking about that today too and I went to look on Amazon, but it's back up to fairly expensive. So, oh well. Anyway. What site was that that you checked? The Magic Keyboard prices. No, but what website did you look at it on? <laughs> uh, I can't remember the name. It's just popped right out of my head. Weird. Okay. Is that is that a box on the bingo card? It should be. It should, <laughs> be. It should be. There is a Lex talks about Amazon box, I believe. Okay. All right. I couldn't remember because I thought that I thought that the um the bingo card predated Lex uh, going to work for Reboundcast.com slash bingo. You can print out your own bingo card and follow along. I mean you're a little late now, but hey, you may still who knows? You may still may still I don't think we've ever had an official winner, or at least like a certified winner on the bingo card <laughs> just the way we like it we promised some prize and i don't even remember what it was you know what's super funny is that the, t- the two people who are not on this episode have both ordered um studio max studio oh really <laughs> they, I, they I missed ju- that they both just texted us as we're recording oh i the, each bought a max on studio. do not disturb and, <laughs> I, I hate these guys well that's why i'm right re- yeah that's why i'm reading it to you so you can't be disturbed but. all right well all right so let's talk about two other, so the ipads and the uh, mac studio what do you want to talk about first well let's do it do it in order i guess okay sure yeah let's let's you know succumb I mean, to I, the know, linear apple, embrace apple of, time. of time apple spends a lot of time thinking about what the order should be in these presentations sure so let's not let's not screw <laughs> and it. we spend no time thinking about the show so let's crib from them <laughs> let's right like <laughs> i think we should just do the easy thing and ride off their coattails <laughs> uh new ipad air with the m1 which is an interesting choice so it's basically got the exact same processor as the ipad pro mm-hmm. and it got what else did it get 5g yep. it's stuck at 64 gigabytes so guys yeah i'm I not buying the... an ipad air i'm telling you this yeah. right now i yeah. i was looking at the pro because i was like you know what i'm not spending 600 bucks on a 64 yeah, it's 50, gigabyte it's iPad. 50 bucks more and you get twice the storage and you get a slightly bigger screen it's no, it's two it's two hundred bucks more, right? No, I think the entry one, the entry, well, the eleven inch, yeah, it's eight hundred. Yeah, the iPad Air is six hundred, yep. and the iPad Pro is eight hundred. There you go. Oh, it's eight. Oh, okay, okay, oh, so yeah. I got that one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Fifty bucks would be. <laughs> no, yeah, no, totally I was like, I was like, wow, it's only fifty bucks. Yeah, but if you go to that higher end Air for, I think 
eight ninety nine. Then you know, at that point, it's like might as well, unless you really need two hundred fifty six gigabytes of storage, you might as well just go for the pro. So. I looked at my current iPad, which is what I was trying to figure out. I was like, how much storage do I have on this right now? And it is a 256 gigabyte model, but I'm only using according to the storage, which I can barely get to load because this thing is so slow. 59.4 gigabytes out of 256. So I don't think I need a 256 gigabyte iPad. Uh, the the I find this new iPad Air fascinating. It looks like a very cool iPad. It works with a keyboard case. It does many things that the iPad Pro does. But Dan, your complaints, the reason why you're not going to get it are which? On the air, it's 64 yeah. gigabytes. At the entry, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and going to 256 is, is well over the price of a 128 Pro. So and with a Pro, you also get the better display, Face ID, Thunderbolt on the port. I don't know. Like It just seemed, and the slightly infinitesimally bigger display, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's a pro. I mean, I don't know. Like the, the other downside, the only other downside for me to going to the pro at that point is, you don't the color options are not as good. Like that blue yeah. iPad air looks really nice. I think it looks gorgeous. Uh, I would happily take that if it wasn't going to be just not, it, it just doesn't make financial sense to me. I, I just, I can't do the math on that. I can't square that circle. Apple's video clip. That was both, I, I saw a photo of it from the today's keynote thing, and it's also on their iPad Air website. There's a family FaceTiming to, see, to meet a new baby, and they're showing off how the camera does the center stage thing. The father or grandfather, potentially, in that video has the funniest face expressions, and I encourage everybody to watch and just check out the grandfather's face. He's, he's like, technology? Like, he's, he really is shocked. Does he, does he need one of our T-shirts? On he's seen he a ghost. Does. Uh, one of those technology t-shirts that's on reboundcast.com slash technology yes yes he does i am wearing that very shirt today in honor of us recording and also the apple event now as you as as i don't know if listeners know i know that prime listeners know but uh i did not see the keynote i i read along with it while in a meeting and i was reading that it felt like a lower budget apple event that they were on stage it wasn't live though i assume no, I don't think it no, was. No, it was not. all pre-recorded. Yeah. But that it was maybe less slickly produced than some of the other ones had been more recently? Uh, I didn't notice that. I don't think so. This is what The Verge yeah. said. I don't know. Yeah. I think. I don't, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, I think it was less like, I would make an argument that it was less like whiz-bang in some ways, but yeah, I wasn't, I so. I wasn't yeah. disappointed by that. It didn't feel like it was because of a There were a lot thing. of crazy transitions yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. I mean, there was no, like, there was no flying over the uh, campus in order to... Find a wise cracking. Yeah, I would call it sub- subdued, perhaps. How about that? Mm. Like, and, and which makes yeah. sense if you're doing a product announcement in the middle of a you know war right. in Europe. Maybe you don't want to spend all your time on glitz and wackiness when you can be hawking your products and instead. Tim, Tim, Tim was wearing Tim was wearing Ukrainian colors, a blue sweatshirt and a yellow watch band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for dressing up, Tim. He's a, he's a dressed it's kind of guy. Least you, also it's worth the least noting, you do. <laughs> Tim and John Turnus, the only two, oh, and Johnny Sruji, I guess, were the only male presenters on stage. Everybody else, including all the developers, all the developers. in their yeah. developer package, were all women. And it is, of course, International Women's Day. So, yep. yeah, again, was, the least they could do. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, it's not, it's good. That they, it's a smart that move. They should, they should do that. But a good a good roster of presenters, I thought, overall. Uh, I thought everybody was yeah. was pretty solid today, so... Yeah, yeah. the The days of like there being a presenter who, I mean, you know, particularly because these are pre recorded, so it's not sure. like yeah, you know, it's like if they get a bad take, they can just do it again. Yeah, 
but the days of them having someone who's kind of a dud <laughs> seem to be gone. Kind of a bad take is what we do on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all we do. Is we have stay, bad takes. Stay in your lane, Apple. This show's a bad. <laughs> this show's a bad take machine. <laughs> uh, so I've had air. Um, yeah, it was fine. It's a nice little bump. I mean, again, it's a it's a powerful device. I just still question the positioning in i in Apple's overall iPad lineup. I find it yeah. strange. Yeah, I, I was mistakenly it, comparing the um, 5G um, one to the 5G, router, the 5G Air to the regular Pro. There you go. That this was my, came that up was my for flaw. me as recently as yesterday when a friend was saying, you know, which iPad should I get? And I don't know, I don't know who to tell to get the iPad unless cost is the single largest factor. Right. Oh, right? seriously? No, it's just I think for most people, the iPad is a fantastic device. Actually. You think that's the one? That, and, that, and so that that was my yeah, debate. well, depending on who you're talking to, yeah. But I mean, like, uh, you know, we gave one to Karen's dad, and it was perfect for him and karen has one she's had it for a year and a half now and is still extremely happy with it it's a it's a great amount of power for what it costs yeah. it is just like yeah that is a it is a really good deal and that is why the air is a weird product because it's oh well it's the upgrade version but not as upgradey as like the real upgrade version yeah except the prices aren't that yeah. different so i don't i don't know yeah, I don't know. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it sells well for them. I'm sure it does. It is a you know a great device. But I just I question the the positioning. Seems too expensive for what it is. But that's going to be Apple. Well, Dan, I know you've, you've you're excited to, to talk about the uh, the new Mac and new display. But I'm excited before you do that. Okay. To talk about uh, upcoming events that I have to dress to impress for. I'm gonna go buy an iPad Pro while you uh, take care of some business here. Ooh. All right. Well, this episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm supposed to talk about things I want to dress to impress for. I uh, I got an invite to a friend's wedding. He's the co-host of another podcast with three hosts, on which uh, he plays a talking badger, and that's the next time I expect <laughs> to wear an Indochino suit. But nice. from weddings to work functions to weekends out on the town, it's always the right time to dress to impress, especially in clothes that fit you perfectly. And guess what? Indochino makes high-quality custom-fitted suits, shirts, and casual wear, all at surprisingly affordable prices. You can customize everything from suits and shirts to chinos and bomber jackets at prices more affordable than you might expect. As you know, both Dan and I wore Indochino suits to Dan's wedding, but Dan won't wear his to Adel's wedding because he wasn't invited. Uh, but uh, I, did the, I did the... Um, I was guessing. Uh, I, I did the experience through their website, and I was nervous, but the, they have videos that show you exactly how to measure everything, and Dan went right to one of their, uh, their actual in-person showrooms. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted shirts, suits, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. You can get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. You can do it for less than Dan's about to spend on an iPad. Every piece is made to your exact <laughs> measurements, and you can customize every detail. Choose everything about your suit, including the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. They're always adding new pieces so you can stay on trend and in style, which is something I'm not good at without Indochino's help. Right now, you can go and check out their latest spring and summer collection. The best part, Indochino suits start from just $429 and shirts from just $79. This season, dress to impress on every occasion with Indochino. $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using promo code REBOUND at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of Weddings Everywhere and The Rebound. Did you check out? Uh, um, I wanna, I, I've got some FU for myself. Oh, I, did, <laughs> oh. Did, I, I did check out. I, I will. will. I will before John. Sorry, before you get to that, I will. Yeah, I will update. Ahead. I did check out. I did just buy an 11 inch iPad Pro. Mazel. 
It does not deliver until March 16th to March 23rd. So supply chain. Hmm. <laughs> supply chain. But Moltz, you had some follow-up. Yeah, because I, uh, I was trying to figure out what my mistake was in, in thinking that it was only 50 bucks more. And my mistake was, uh, and I'm correcting my correction because I thought, oh, I must have been looking at, I must have been looking at the 5G one, but I was not you looking at the 5G one. You know I can fix this all in post, John, right? <laughs> I don't care. Um, I was looking at the 256 gigabyte iPad Air because I was look, comparing the, the two that I might actually buy. Because I would not buy a sixty-four gigabyte one, got it, got so it, that it, was it. that was what I was doing. And and two fifty-six would be great, but I mean one hundred and twenty-eight would be perfectly fine for me. That so that, exactly that was why and, I just and, ordered that one. <laughs> and the one twenty-eight is fifty bucks more than the two fifty-six um, Air. So, but sense? but if all right, yeah. so now here's my follow-up question for John's fault. No, uh, my follow-up <laughs> question for buying an iPad is well, I, I want I feel like the prices for the Magic Keyboard have been extremely variable over the last few months. So I'm content to wait for the for it to be on sale again. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. need it immediately. Mm-hmm. But I can't get a smart cover from Apple and a color I like. So Lex, what is your third party? Who is your third party of choice when it comes to iPad accessories? No joke. I just go to Amazon and search for that model iPad and just look at them and look at well. Uh, I'm not, I'm I'm not familiar done. with this website. Do you have any other <laughs> resources long before for I ever me? worked there? Just like when my kids have iPads or whatever else her friends do. Like that's I just look for ones that are well reviewed. Like now that like, everybody like can this make podcast, them, great ones. Yes, yes. Like this podcast. Don't forget to review us. <laughs> I, I do love the Magic Keyboard, though. I would I would not buy a different case. I would just I would buy a Magic. That's the thing is I'm I, gonna too expensive. I'm well, gonna buy yeah. one. I am gonna definitely gonna buy in one. the meantime. I'm gonna need one while I'm waiting. Yeah. So I guess I'll buy the cheapest nice one I got I can find reviewed <laughs> on whatever that website was. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Of the three hosts, who's the cheapest nice one? That's <laughs> just my... probably me. <laughs> Is that right? No, I don't know. John. I feel like I'm the cheapest, maybe not the nice one. Yeah, th- we can't have both cheapest and nicest. Sorry. Pick, pick one. one. Yeah, pick, pick one. one. <laughs> the rebound. <laughs> Cheap and nice, pick one. We've got our next shirt, John. Uh, <laughs> I just like that I didn't qualify usually for the, either. Usually there are three no options. Out. Usually there are three well, options and you get to pick two. Yeah. But with us, it's just yeah. one. Lex, I would say two options, you're, one you're, choice. You're not, you are clearly not the cheapest. And I don't think necessarily you're out of the running for the nicest, but I don't think you're the least nice either. I think you're at least nice and maybe the nicest. <laughs> Throwing that out there. I got it. At least most nice. expensive. Not the yeah, least you're, nice. yeah guy. but you're not possibly, not the nicest. possibly nicest. Yeah. So Apple introduced some other new stuff today. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, does anyone really care about that? Um, don't they just tune in to hear us? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, talk slag, about who the nicest host is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And listen about our our, our cheap ass purchases. So who predicted another chip? Anybody? Oh, I don't know. Did we? I don't think Glaze. so. Glaze. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have the uh, the M1 Ultra on my event bingo card. Um, that that did surprise me. I did, see but he there... ignored that joke. So go ahead and take <laughs> well, that, until take John that box said back. something about no, it. Well, that like, no, no. <laughs> you didn't have to acknowledge that. <laughs> I'm just ruining everybody's day. That's Technology, what am I right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll acknowledge I can make that, that one. That All right, I can make good. that. Sh- I can make that shirt. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So there was also, I guess there was a talk about an eight-core CPU chip. German had a thing about a new chip, which he thought would be the M2. And there was some speculation it could get announced. 
That didn't happen. Instead, we have so the two. I M1s. really think, Dan, that your pithy headline should be M not in response to his M two. I'm just putting that out there. You can use mm-hmm. that for free. Thank you. That's free to go. I definitely won't be paying you. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't say you had to pay him. Yeah, I don't know. The studio is a really nice computer. I, I, it is the thing I think that people probably like power users have been waiting for for a super long time. I will nitpick one thing. When John Turnus introduced it, he talked about like all the things that people wanted in this device, and one of the things he mentioned was modular. And as far as I can tell, the only modularity in this machine is like the standard sort of pick your memory and storage options and chip. There's no taking pieces out and putting other pieces in. It's not that kind of modular. No. I mean, I think... I gave him benefit of the doubt that it's it's very yeah. extensible because it's it's port-laden. It's got lots of ports, yeah. <laughs> it does have port-laden. a lot of ports, but that was covered by connectivity, I would argue. Whereas modularity, he listed as a separate thing. And so that was what was confused. Like, oh, do they actually make something with like a PCI slot in it? No. This is not... A, this is just Dan a... will now edit the presentation. <laughs> Front uh, the, the, the front-facing ports are very exciting to me. If I were going to buy a... Surprising, a too. Now, I would buy that Mac for sure. I have a work-issued Mac, and I, I don't need multiple Macs, so I'm not going to buy one. I have a Mac Mini that I never use anymore. But no, I, I thought that was a great-looking computer. It I is. understand why it both is. Guy and James bought one. Right. Yeah, I guess my We're biggest... paying them too much is my time. <laughs> I think so. They're, they're siphoning off all our hard-earned rebound prime I don't know money. How, I don't know how, because we never send them any money. But <laughs> Well, it explains why those bills are so low every month. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, there is definitely a time in the past when I would have jumped on this computer. I think I'm, and it would have smushed it or something. I don't know. But I think these days, I, I was sad that there wasn't an update to the 27-inch, and the scuttlebutt seems to be the 27-inch may be dead, which is... Okay, so let's, yeah, you want to get into that now? I, I want to get into it at some point. <laughs> I, now's I, don't think it, I don't think it is. I mean, I obviously don't know, but um, there are know, still John? some rumors floating around of a, of a revised 27-inch iMac. Um, and the fact that it has, you know, if you go to the, the Mac page and it still says iMac 24 inch. So I think, and, and, and the fact that there is no, you cannot get a pro, you can't get an M1 pro in an iMac. Currently. Yes. That, that is surprising to me. And the, so yeah. we should also note the 27 inch Intel version is no longer for sale right. other than in the refurb store. So it's probably a, I mean, they might have them in retail stores, but like kind of like while supplies last sort of deal. So I wouldn't be surprised. And then the other thing was that Turnus at the end of his presentation said, like, we've only got one product left to transition, and it's the Mac Pro. And everyone was like, uh? But yeah. it doesn't preclude them introducing a 27-inch as just a larger version of of the iMac yeah. at all. And I agree right. with you. Right. Not I mean, having... they've already, they've, they can already say they transitioned the iMac. Right. Exactly. I, and And... It would be so, and, and the Intel Mac Mini is still around. So both those feel like, at the very least, there should be M1 Pro, maybe M1 Mac stories for the those. Yeah. So the the question is the timeline. Then really, I, mm-hmm. here's here's my only counter argument to you, and I, I I will say I think you're right. All that said, <laughs> I have recently come to believe, and fully recognizing, I'm not an expert and I don't know anything quote me there's a lot of caveats on this it's gonna be a, they should yeah, stop I'm, making imax i'm just writing down a lot of shirts. i'm sorry run that they back should, they should stop they should, making they IMAX? should stop making imax in general like it's they're 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 great but they're they feel very <laughs> wasteful to me right because nobody them. actually uses their old imac as a monitor or i think barely you can't, any of once they you can't anymore for, they're, for yeah, a while you couldn't right, they couldn't yeah. get like and so they're just so wasteful and if they could make a comparably priced 
here's your desktop part and here's a, and you know sell it as a bundle sell it as an inseparable like you have to buy them together so, let's yeah, say. here here's the counter counter argument Duct tape to it that. to the back <laughs> the counter counter <laughs> argument to that lex is that a lot of the people who buy those 24 inch imacs or you know sort of just intro level imacs they just they, death. yeah they drive them to the ground i, I my I, my cousin last year replaced his imac finally with one of the new 24 inch models and it was from 20 11 i want to say so like 10 years which is a long time and i agree with you that there is some wasteful elements in using up the screen but if you're gonna like if you're gonna you know use that imac for a decade and my mom is similarly on an imac that's probably around 10 years old so yeah. uh, i think there are a lot of people like that i think there are a lot of buy people a like simple yeah, it's solution a great yeah yeah and you know stick it in their house or whatever but it, it but to your point, I think there is a strong argument that like maybe the market that was being served by the larger IMAX is now potentially served and more by the pros. Like we don't know what the breakdown mm-hmm. is into how many people bought smaller IMAX versus larger IMAX. And it's possible Apple's looked at the numbers and said, eh, not enough people are buying that that wouldn't then buy this Mac Studio if we introduce that instead. Right. And and I think they I mean the iMac Pro was kind of a stopgap yep. measure because yep. they couldn't update the Mac Pro fast enough yeah. in order to satisfy high-end user needs. This so I, th- I think they would rather not make that sure. Oh, I, I, agree. I agree. Device anymore because they would they would rather push those people up higher into. But I do think that they will. I mean, I do think that there is room for people who like the iMac form factor and want just a little bit more power and a little bit more screen real estate. Yeah, and a little bit more screen real estate. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's true. I think there's a segment of the market there that they are leaving on the table with the so, current yeah, lineup. So, right. So, I mean, I think that what what they would like to do, I would imagine what they would like to do is be able to push the people who are now forced into a 24-inch iMac into a higher category. So those there, there are those people who are like, oh, I'm going to get this 24-inch iMac, but I'm not happy about it because I want more. And they're like, okay, you can you can spend it. You can give us more of your money. We'd love that. And then push those people, you know, the, all the developers and whatnot who bought iMac Pros up into the studio. Well, so and, and this is where I find myself in a jam because I had planned on replacing my 27-inch iMac, which is a 5K from 2017. And I don't know. I mean, I think looking at all the options right now, the best option for me is kind of to sit and wait and see what the mid-year cycle brings. But I'm worried that there was like a tweet from uh, Ming-Chi Kuo the other day suggesting the larger iMac would be in 2023. And I was like, God, help me. That's I don't want to yeah. wait another year. Now, let me ask you this. Everybody's got different use cases. But like, why wouldn't you get – why wouldn't you go for an all-laptop lifestyle with a great screen? It is tempting to me. That is one thing I started thinking about was if I bought one of the Apple Studio displays and hooked up my M1 Air. Now, I think the biggest thing that holds me back on that front is I could move all my files around. I could do it. My M1 Air has considerably less storage, I believe, than my iMac. So that would be... And I've been trying to like move stuff onto my NAS more and more so that it's maybe less of an issue, but it's still an issue. The other issue is that I want something even as good as the m1 is compared to the intel chip in this the fact that the there are three more chips above that yeah, that i could be taking right. advantage of it pains yeah. me a little if bit if you could get a so. pro if you could get a pro now it would give you a lot more longevity yeah if you buy yeah. if you buy an m1 you know just a base m1 mac mini now you're or, right. You I mean, know, so or continue using it. I mean, well, if you buy a monitor and attach it to your current laptop, you're not really. That's true. But then I'm locking yeah. myself into either replacing it with a mini a studio 
or selling it and then getting a, a larger iMac when that comes up. Or getting a larger iMac and having a second display. I don't have room for two displays. <laughs> My desk is not that big. It's time to buy another new house, Dan. That's what I'm here. <laughs> and by the way, I, I know we have lots more to talk about, but Dan does have a new house, which also means he has a new lawn. And Dan, it's hard to imagine this, but spring is almost here. We are so close to feeling that soft grass under our feet. But first, we need to get our lawns back. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and helps to keep it healthy all season long. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. And with ingredients like seaweed, iron, and molasses, you can feel good with kids and pets being around. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. Just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes fewer than 15 minutes. Best of all, this stuff really works. Dan and I both experienced the the Sunday lifestyle last spring and summer, and I will say it fully worked. Uh, I have a dog. I have three kids. I had zero concerns about letting them out. And how many of those do you have now? Uh, I, I have all the same and two cats. So Excellent. that's how well it works. Wow. wow. God, wow. It is, that, that is that product delivers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, super easy. Super straightforward. And Sunday's offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129. And you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash Rebound20. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash Rebound20. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of this show and Dan's lawn. And my lawn, but mostly Dan's. My lawn appreciates it. That new display looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have to say I really am tempted. If I were to buy that display, I kind of want that height adjustable stand because that is my biggest complaint with my iMac right now is it has to go in a riser because it's just too short. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it looks great. And it's it's much cheaper than the Pro Display XDR stand. It's less than half the cost of just the stand for the Pro Display XDR. <laughs> so why would you choose nano textured glass Lex is full of questions today so it's it's more like anti-glare essentially if you work in a, i think that's the point of it is that if you work in a place where you have like say you're in like an open uh you know open concept floor plan there's yeah. lots of lights overhead or something and you're trying to get work done and it's really shiny off your screen you can you can buy one of these fancy nano texture things and it cuts down on but the these glare. so if you don't buy one of the stands <laughs> Like you, you can't it, not still... buy the stand unless you buy a visa mount. Basically, to, yeah, right, right. You have to buy something. Yeah. Well, I guess you can. I, I, can you not buy it? That's an yeah. interesting so, question. <laughs> well, so the standard. <laughs> what if I made one out of wood? Oh, so the <laughs> pricing. The, the, they did not do this the, website yeah, right. They didn't do this a good job. So the standard, the tilt adjustable one, which is the basic stand, is included in that sixteen hundred dollar cost. Got it. Yep. And then if you want to get the yeah, tilt okay. and height adjustable yeah, right, one, right. it's another four hundred bucks. Is this a money grab, or is it really that much more expensive for them to make height adjustable stands? I think probably a little it's of both. both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, it's Apple. It's both. Yeah, no, that's classic, right? I mean, yeah. the real question for me is, could you attach that stand to a Pro Display XDR and save yourself $600? <laughs> I'm going to bet there's it. no way that you can do that. Uh, well, with enough bolts and drills, you can do anything. Well, then why bother? Even Rebound <laughs> contributor James Thompson did write to us via text when because um, Guy bought the, the height adjustable stand, and... Uh, James didn't. <laughs> James's explanation was that uh, he felt that if he could solve this problem with a stack of books, <laughs> he didn't need to buy the stand. <laughs> I just, I love. I, I, 
it's you fair. need to have you guys need to have more like old i don't want to say kit lying around because my all my all both of my monitors are stacked up on old apple devices i don't want to say that's a particularly <laughs> scottish solution but it does feel like a scottish solution <laughs> the scottish solution my next is that book? your next book yeah it's yeah. my next book <laughs> i i think to me I really loved the design of the iMac G4 back in the day with the totally movable display. And I think the the issue has mainly been the engineering to do that with a 27-inch display is pretty difficult or at least would require something very, very heavy. And so this may be the closest you get. And I love that idea of freedom movement. The other option, of course, is to get a, a Visa mount and then put it on like an arm or something. But that has its own challenges too. So... You need to buy an arm, etc. I did see that Casey List was saying that even if you only get the tilt adjustable stand, that he still considers it fair in height. So I just wanted to put that out there that he that was his <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> <sighs> Boy. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I see what you did there, which is a joke I made on Twitter <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> Um, I don't know something about Kelvin. Uh, I, <laughs> my brain's not fast today. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. The display ha- you could have just said K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. yeah, the display has an iPhone chip in it, which is a little wacky. But I gather it's just there to run the audio and video in the like video camera, basically. Which so, so they they described it that way. So basically, because I was only reading this, and the, the, so it's the, well, full, and that's I guess for the camera. Is that why they have that processor in there? It's there to do image processing for probably for the center stage mostly, but also mm-hmm. probably for some of the audio processing as well. Yeah. It's a cool display. It's a, yeah, uh, it is a cool display. The, yeah. the only thing... And it's, you know, and it's priced, it's priced, the starting price is a little bit less than you would probably imagine, right? I mean, you, you probably think that it would start at $2,000. Yeah, there were a lot of people talking about it when in the uh, Six Color Slack where I was hanging out while we were watching the event, and a lot of people were guessing $2,000 for the display. And, right. and it's funny because that made $1,600 seem cheap. Yeah, right, right, I mean, yeah. you used to think that $1,000 Apple display well, was you so the, expensive. you put the fancy, you put the fancy thing in it, you know. The, it is $2,000, the standard, yeah. And it, it is yeah. $2,000. Yeah. It is 27 inch ought to be enough display for anybody. But like, I'm using a three foot wide monitor as we record this right now. And like, that would feel small to me, a 27 inch display. So, like, that's the number one reason I wouldn't get it, despite the things that it does that I really like. And the fact that I have to tack a webcam on top of my monitor or whatever, like, it actually feels small and I would not buy two. <laughs> that seems crazy to me. <laughs> you can run up to four of them on that, on that Mac Studio. I also, somebody yeah. at Apple at some point was in a really bad sound studio and used some microphones and they were like wow all of our shit sounds like this because they call everything studio quality studio mics quality. and yeah, sure. none of it is it doesn't it doesn't mean anything maybe it means studio apartment quality mics like I, it's <laughs> or like mm-hmm. art studio quality mics yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah it, they and now that's become apple studio display and the mac studio studio is the apple word of 2022 i guess I I am in the bingo card. I am curious. Yeah, there you go. I'm curious about if like the, they really talked up the speaker system on this thing. And I will say the the yeah. speakers in Apple products have definitely gotten better. I don't know six like there's like six speakers in this thing, and I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not bad. I'm kind of curious to see the reviews on it. Yeah, I'm I use a pair too. of I've got a pair of like you know big boxy you know monitors basically. Not displays, but monitors on my desk, and it's like, well, I don't know if I could move those and just have the sound coming out of my iMac or display. Eh, I'd probably do that. Save some desk space. 
Yeah. And I, I believe them more on the speakers because I think a lot of time, especially for like speakers tend to sound okay if you're not comparing them to other speakers in real time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure. if they're not bad. <laughs> the best speaker is the one Exactly. You have. <laughs> I think that's just, I mean, listen, like the, so I can say negative things, but I was like the, the little echo dots are not good for music. But like if you have a decent size to a speaker today in 2022, it can sound good. And I, I imagine these sound, I, I imagine this sounds pretty good. That's, yeah. I'm curious, like the, the hundred, you know, hundred dollar speakers that I have here, uh, compared to say the two home pods I have here, I'd say they're pretty close. Like they say have different qualities of sound, but I wouldn't say one is like totally better than the other. So yeah, I think the biggest function with speakers is often just like space, like air, literally like air cavity space, because yeah. you need mm-hmm. to get the resonance out of it. And so you're limited just in terms of how thick these, these displays are, but mm, I mean, you can do pretty well. I I've been impressed with even the MacBook air speakers, frankly, like they're definitely a lot better than Apple's laptop speakers used to be. And listen, you picked us as your co-hosts. We know you have low standards overall. I, <laughs> and when it comes to speakers, yes. <laughs> We are speakers. We're speaking. Yep, that's right. I got it. Yep, you got it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. The Mac Studio remains an interesting choice to me. It's been a long time since Apple really created like a whole new model it's been a long of time. Mac. There you go. Walked right around to that one. <laughs> Skimmed it on the ledge. But like, they haven't really rolled out a new Mac model that isn't. I mean, you know, you look at something yeah. like the iMac yeah, it's Pro. Interesting, isn't it? The iMac Pro was just an iMac, basically. Yeah. Um, right. And it Mac- a faster processor in, you know, in a different color. Yeah. And the Mac Mini has been the same for a super long time. I mean, you know, everything else has gotten redesigned. But the, yeah, the Mac Studio, it's it's interesting. It is a like it's a totally new product category for them in some ways. And I am fascinated as I was in the past. Like they've really pushed hard on this idea. I think that the Mac line overall is heavily used by pros. Because, you know, you've got your Mac Pro, you've got your Mac Studio, you've got your MacBook Pro, and then you've got the Air and the iMac. But, like, I feel like there's a lot, given the proportion you would think of their of their customer base that are, like, powerful, you know, computing users, you would think that's fairly small. Like, they've talked in the past about the Mac Pro being such a tiny chunk of their sales. Uh, but mm-hmm. now we have several different products that are all kind of aimed at pro level users. So I guess they see that as like where the expansion is for these these products. Yeah. Or they just really want to. Do you think people. the Mac Pro? Do you think the Mac Pro will be in a new form factor, or do you think it'll be in the same? Now that they've got the Mac Studio, I would think it's the same. I would think factor. so too. I could imagine it being like a double height Mac Studio. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, the Pro the Pro still has the you know. I think first of all, I think we call that a two bedroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pro still has a ton of room for the actual like expansion stuff right i, I and they spent so much time on that pro and yeah. it only came out a couple of years ago right like, and i think that even like the design aspect of it they want to keep because they have it's a good looking machine that same language in yeah. the monitor and uh they i just don't it doesn't seem like they would scrap all of that and so i think it. this is the there was that sort of rumor going around as like there was like a smaller mac pro in development and now i'm wondering if that is the mac studio like yeah mm-hmm. right apple is not as good as it once well maybe it never was great at, at naming stuff like just as as dan was rattling off some of the different products like well there's the mac pro and the imac pro and the ipad pro like it's i appreciate the consistency but 
the fact that there's an iPad and an iPad mini and an iPad Air and an iPad Pro, like what Pro means in the iPad line versus the Mac oh, line is decidedly different. And I don't or know, the phone line, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. know, the iPhone Pro, is it really, is it really Pro? I mean, it just means more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I do find the names annoying. Well, I guess is my point. Yeah, but I, 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 they're more they're more powerful. Too. I, I mean, didn't I see today's event live. Like I said, I, I read along, but it, it felt like a good suite of announcements. The only thing you guys didn't talk about, so I guess it wasn't memorable enough, and I, I couldn't quite follow <laughs> what was happening. Was they they souped up iMovie for iOS or something? I kind of blinked at one second and. Oh, I didn't even notice that. that. <laughs> yeah, they talked about it briefly. Like, we got a new version coming out later this year, I think they said. And it, like, goes, it runs great on the Mac Studio. And then I I had, like, looked away to, like, type something. And, I, and then everybody in the, like, Slack room was talking about iMovie. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so I don't really know what happened there. Maybe someone in our, our Slack or something can fill us in. <laughs> uh, I did want to mention the other thing, which we didn't talk about, which was the baseball deal. Because now Apple is doing live baseball on Friday nights, which apparently will at some point require a subscription, according to the the press release, but is currently free, which I had to wonder if it was at least in part because the season is starting late because of contract disputes. Uh, That just seems like infuriating. (laughs) A lot of ways. Which part? Because because it makes, like, if you're, uh, as someone who... I, I don't care about professional sports anymore, particularly very much. Anyway, um, so it's not going to bother me. But as someone who um, had someone living living in the house who I needed to take care of, who really desperately loved sports, um, <laughs> I and then I had to go through the process of trying to be able to get this, you know, get a package where this person could watch the team that they loved. Yeah, and it was so ridiculously difficult. You know, like it just wants to see all the games and this was football, so it should be even easier, but it was still ridiculously hard, um, you know, because there aren't that there aren't nearly as many games as baseball. Then the fact that now that you have like, oh, sorry, two, two of the games are going to be on Apple on Friday night and you can only you can only watch it there. And, you know, and pretty soon you're going to have to have a subscription to that in order to watch those games. Just it's just God. I mean, I mean, it's why not- do you hate your fans so much. Is it that different from, I, again, I also am sort of checked out of sports, but like, I know there's always been like Fox has some games and some of the other, you know, networks and ESPN probably has some games. Yeah, but if you have a cable package, you can get most of those channels, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, certainly. But even so, yeah, even so there's probably still, I mean, it's just the whole thing seems just so ridiculously aggravating. And I mean, so are those, I assume those are still going to be on MLB TV, TV right? I would think think so i was trying to see it does say available because yeah. they said like exclusive i thought yeah yeah I, I don't know so they're gonna pull them off of mlb tv so that apple can have them that is just that is i'd be very absolutely surprised asinine if they i think i think TV? major league baseball should be you know broken up uh, can you imagine how much <laughs> apple hates that the mlb's owners are currently being such dickheads to their players like it's yes, yeah that'd be yeah, yeah, really, i think yeah. they're probably pissed about <laughs> it yeah like, listen, uh, i I work at a company that has a deal for Thursday night football next season, and it's the only place we'll be able to watch it. Although I think if you're local, it'll maybe be shown. I don't even know. But like, I don't fault Apple on the strategy, right? And I think that all the major streaming companies and Netflix has been rumored about wanting to get into sports for a long time. The company I work obviously is doing it. But like, I agree with you, John, that if if you care about fans, you have to have a way that local fans can always see the things. And I don't know if this Apple deal includes that or not. 
I just, it just seems like, well, I mean, so, you know, I, it was my, it was my wife's father who was living with us and he wanted to see Ravens games. And, you know, he was out here, you know, he's born and raised and lived in Baltimore almost his entire life. And then toward the end of his life moved out here with us. He wanted to see the fucking Ravens games and it, you know, I made it work, but I had to do stuff that was not, you know, not the way they wanted me to do it. <laughs> right. Well, so according to the press release, it says fans will be able to watch marquee games of Friday nights free from local broadcast restrictions. So I guess that means they won't be blacked out. They're sort of like, it's sort of like watching if you're, if your local team is on Fox or whatever, right. You know, you can watch that game because that's where the right, but I mean, this is the problem with all the sports stuff, right? Like, like you're sort of getting to the rights have been parceled up and, yeah. and sort of sp- spread out. And unless, I mean, you know, if you live in a particular area, you can often watch on the local whatever, you know, in Bo- in Boston, if you want to watch the Red Sox games, I think they're almost all on Nesson. In New York, I think the Yankees games are all on Yes. Correct. It's like there's the local like cable, you know, that has access to it. And then there's the stuff that's at the national level. And the national level thing is always a little weird because I guess... And and this is me not being a particularly huge sports fan, but I guess the answer is like you just want to watch some football and you don't really care who's playing, <laughs> and that's an audience, right? Yeah. Like there's an audience yeah, for that. Right. It's just I want to sure. watch baseball on Friday nights and I don't uh-huh. care who's what who is playing. Yeah, yeah. My dad's like that. My dad doesn't really care about a yeah, particular my, my team, dad but he just is, wants to have something on. Yeah, my dad is a Red Sox fan, but he will watch happily watch other baseball games if they are yeah. available to him. Yeah. So I don't know that this will be particularly, I mean, so there's other stuff here too. There's like a live stream with like game replays and highlights and classic games. And then there's on demand programming yeah. as it's well. A, until, so. until somebody, I mean, and I guess, you know, the major, as long as the, as long as the games are still in MLB TV, I guess that's fine. But like, um, until somebody comes up with a place where you can go, where you can watch all of the ones that you want to watch, just stop parceling right, well, I mean, that's, that's idiotic, idiotic little dribbles of- I, I would be shocked if mlb tv doesn't still have those rights for those games even the ones that are on friday nights yeah i would be the i would way, be like, a little NFL surprised Sunday too. ticket has all the games right and there's occasional like super weird blackout moves but I, i'm very curious and i have no inside knowledge <laughs> there's occasional really weird super blackout moves <laughs> I, yes but i'm very <laughs> i'm very curious to see where sunday ticket ends up because direct tv parcels it out only to people who like you either have to have Direct TV or you have to be unable to right. get Direct TV to use it any other way, and that's very very old school. <laughs> so I really like yeah. any streaming company to pick up NFL Sunday ticket rights, uh, and then I would use that service. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious to see where that one goes. But I I understand your anger regarding it, Moltz, and you're not wrong. But if they still let local fans watch, then I think it's probably good. I think it's better than not. <laughs> like more good stuff on Apple TV is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, the question to me is also the the wording about the subscription is is that mean an addition subscri- additional subscription to Apple TV Plus? So you're an Apple TV Plus subscriber right now, you get it. <laughs> and then at some point in the future you have to pay more for the sports or is it just saying that anybody can watch it and then sooner or later you'll need I thought Apple it was TV anybody Plus could watch it and then it's going to be Apple TV Plus. See, because yeah, I, they, I read they it do the other have way. certain I mean like well, it could I it could be you could be right, but I mean they have done certain things like when they they got uh what is it the either the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or Christmas oh, you're or right, something they did like that. Air they, they made that they made that available I think it's for everybody. Borderline impossible for Apple to successfully charge an upcharge for random MLB games. Like there's nobody who's like I, I just so love too. all baseball. Seems, yeah. <laughs> that that is weird. It's a good point that it would be a strange move. 
Yeah. Even Apple. I just Google don't, and I don't see how, how having yeah. two random games on a Friday it's, night is really it's helpful. It's just really, it's the people who want to collect every game. <laughs> oh, you can't get these last two games unless you got an Apple subscription. <laughs> you know those people. So there's somebody who's watching every single game. There probably is somewhere. It's a lot of fucking games. I mean, it's not That's like you can watch every football like, game in even, a season like, if you really tried, but I every baseball game. Fo- I've played fantasy baseball for three seasons, I think, and that was like a lot of work. I was not getting a lot of work done at work. Those fans, I <laughs> consider uh roughs in the diamond nope didn't work i was hoping it could work didn't work no it did not work